It required giving up your security, your safety, and all the ways you've been taught to make sense of the world. You see, Jesus envisioned a community made up of people of all tribes, all nations, a new family where we are all brothers and sisters. Yes, siblings, you and me. Even if we have different parents, different languages, different customs. He envisioned a family of humanity where we all belong to each other in the same committed way that the people in the crowd that day relied on their family for housing, food, safety, and care. He envisioned a community in which there is no slave or free, no Jew or Gentile, no separations due to gender or religion or net worth. Jesus' vision of a new kind of family looked different from the norm then, and it looks radically different from our norm today. You see, Jesus was not calling people to hate their family members simply for the sake of hatred. No, he calls us into a vision of a community we can live in right now, a world where I am responsible for your wellness just as much as I am responsible for the wellness of my own children. We can live into this vision of the kingdom of God now, by the way. Anytime we give to a mutual aid fund, giving money to someone struggling with hospital bills they can't cover, unable to afford gender-affirming surgery, or unable to pay rent in San Diego, a city where the median rent for a one-bedroom apartment is $2,000, up 15% in one year. We live into Jesus' vision of family that goes beyond blood ties. When we care about the people in Mississippi who have no clean drinking water today, and those on Native reservations who systemically struggle to access clean water. We live into Jesus' vision of family that goes beyond tribe and religion and race when we speak up for the girl in Arkansas forced to carry a baby because she can't access the health care she needs. Yes, this is a lot to ask of us. Yes, it is easier to care only about my own interests or the interests of my own child. Yes, it is overwhelming to realize the extent to which we depend on one another, to realize how far away we are from living in Jesus' model of revolutionary love. Jesus realizes this is a lot to ask us. That's why he tells everyone listening, count the cost. This choice this decision to live with radical belief in the interconnectedness of all people and all life, it costs way more than you're going to be willing to pay. It's a choice to live differently right here, right now. And it's a choice that requires a kind of depth of our own self. Something else Jesus talks about. A depth of our ego. It requires my daily decision to die to my own pre-programmed way of thinking, my own selfishness, my fear of scarcity. Jesus is really talking about the path of spiritual growth, the journey we are all on. He's encouraging us to wake up from the illusion of independence that we all live in. 
to let that dream of self-sufficiency die so that all can fully live. And he uses these two examples of the building project and the war to tell us, count the cost, right? Well, have you ever started a construction project and not had all the money for the project? Maybe? No? Nobody's been so crazy? <laughs> okay, there, that is something we do sometimes. Or maybe not a construction project, but some other big dream you've had, and you didn't quite know yet how you were going to complete it. You weren't sure how it was going to come to fruition, but you knew you had to make the step toward this big dream. Or think about the leader in the second example. They had only 10,000 soldiers and the other side had 20,000. Should they have entered into the war, the people with 10,000? No, they were at a disadvantage. The cost was too high. Jesus is saying there is no logical moment in your life where it's going to make sense to do this discipleship thing and this living into the kingdom of God thing. You'll never have enough money. You'll never have enough people in the army. You'll never have it all figured out enough that you'll feel like, okay, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to do this. He's saying it's totally illogical. And yet, it's the way to choose life. It's the way to live. So it's up to us. It's up to us to choose every day to live for our own selves, for our own families, which is a beautiful and good cause. Or to extend who counts as family to every person, which looks like radical ways of caring for others and systems that are radically set up to care for all. That's the vision of, of the kingdom of God that Jesus presents to us today. It really, we count the cost and we will always come up short when we count what we have. We won't ever have enough to start. And Jesus says, start it.